This is our fourth class video based on the Sermon on the Mount, found in the Bible in Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. We move further into the opening section this time, peacemakers and those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. That will come to our attention in this class. First, I want to read Matthew 5, 1 through 12. Seeing the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and when he had sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. It is one thing for a teacher to tell people to be good, and that's appropriate. Do your best, be a good person, try harder, all of that is fine. But would you consider, it is one thing for a teacher to offer general words to encourage people to go and learn and do what's right and change. Here, Jesus Christ did not speak in vague, general terms just about being good. He gives us very specific instruction, and being good is the outcome. When these attitudes of heart and actions are personally embraced by us and nurtured through continued activity. Notice each statement, each attitude of heart and corresponding action is introduced through a statement of blessing, Blessed are. And of course, in this context, that means blessed by God. Spiritual blessedness. There is no higher kind of blessing. This doesn't pertain to more money or more fun or more applause from men. This blessedness cannot be bought, cannot be received by trading favors, cannot be inherited, cannot be earned as a reward, cannot be transferred from one to another, and cannot be conferred upon you by any person. This is about being blessed by God, being approved by Him, protected by Him, secure in Christ, as these attitudes of heart become our disciplines of life. And God is ready to bless us eternally when our earthly sojourn is over, as well as now, during our time here. 
There is no higher kind of blessing. Observe that as we desire and develop these attitudes of heart, how God blesses us. All the clauses at the end of these statements specify ways we are blessed by God if we nurture these attitudes of heart. Notice down through the text, being citizens in the kingdom of heaven, comforted, heirs of the earth, satisfied, seeing God, being called sons of God, and the great reward in heaven. So before we even define or study the attitudes of heart, our attention is arrested, and we are attracted to these benefits we could not have in any other way, from any other plan, any other set of instructions. Jesus says, here are the attitudes of heart God wants to see in my followers. And seeing these, the Father blesses these people. I have great appreciation for the simplicity of all that, don't you? All right, let's look further in our study. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. I imagine the typical first impression about this beatitude is, a peacemaker is one who makes peace, who is some sort of skilled mediator, bringing disputed parties together. Let's consider that idea perhaps to be a part of this, but not the essence of this. Let me explain. There are atheists who are, in certain settings, good negotiators. They have a good sense of how people respond. They have developed some negotiating skill, some ability in reading people and predicting human reactions and bargaining and all of that. So they may do good work as mediators. They craft compromises and bring disputed parties to the table and into some mutual agreement. But these professional negotiators may have no loyalty to Christ, no knowledge of the Sermon on the Mount, no interest in the kingdom. Just on that surface level, this has got to be more than just the skill of bringing disputed parties together, this beatitude. See, these Beatitudes identify spiritual qualities that we are able to receive and develop through Christ in our relationship with God. I believe the peacemaker of this passage, first of all, is a seeker of peace with God. Peace with God is broken by sin. Peace with God can be restored by the blood of Christ. When sinners become poor in spirit and hunger and thirst for righteousness, meekness leads them to obey the gospel and have their peace with God restored. I think that's the starting place to understand this beatitude about peace. Now, once I have peace with God, one result will be I'll have a heart to call others to that peace I have. 
When you use the truth of the Bible to introduce someone to the peace that passes understanding, you are blessed as a peacemaker. When you support gospel preaching, you are involved in efforts aimed at peacemaking, peacemaking between man and God. See, this is more than just being a good skill negotiator. This is about our fundamental passion to be at peace with God, to prize and cherish that relationship, then do everything we are able to do to bring others into that relationship of peace made possible by Jesus Christ. This is what the sons of God do. Returning now to our text in Matthew chapter 5, would you listen please to verses 9 through 12? Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you, and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So, this is what we're talking about now. What is covered in Matthew 5, 10 through 12. I want to start with this word, persecuted. The word pers persecuted means to pursue to the end, or the act of pursuing with hostile intentions. This is not just slowing someone down or hindering someone. Stronger than that, to pursue to the end, the act of pursuing with hostile intentions. Mounce's Expository Dictionary adds of physical or verbal harassment. Now, that's the word, which opens up a rather broad category. Persecution may take any number of specific forms. There are many types of persecution. Physical torture, punishment to the point of death, putting someone in a position or condition of destitution or poverty, sometimes called economic persecution, cruel mockings, misrepresentation, coldness, the silent treatment, or some personal or business disadvantage. Persecution means to pursue with hostile intentions, but there are many different forms of persecution. All right. It is important for us to be even more specific. Persecution means to pursue with hostile intentions, many forms of it, but look at this beatitude for an important modifying phrase. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. So this isn't just generic persecution. This isn't just generic persecution for just any cause or purpose. Example, sometimes one person 
who is unrighteous will persecute another person who is also unrighteous. It is my understanding terrorist groups sometimes oppose and persecute other terrorist groups. So those who are persecuted in Jesus' words here are the righteous. He's talking about being persecuted because you are righteous citizens of his kingdom. The blessing, therefore, is restricted to those who suffer persecution because of righteousness. Here is a person who determines to live as Jesus lived. Here is an individual who decides to be poor in spirit, to mourn over sin, show meekness and mercy, hunger and thirst after righteousness, be pure and a seeker of peace with God and peace with others, and the world's response is persecution. Jesus said, blessed is that person. This is not just about persecuted people. This is about folks who are being persecuted for a specific reason, their devotion, their commitment to righteousness. Let me say, let me say it this way. True persecution occurs when two irreconcilable value systems collide. So you adopt the divine value system taught in the Bible. You live that way. You speak gospel truth. You take a stand against sin and error. And those who have adopted a human worldly value system react against you in a negative way. That's persecution. True persecution occurs when two irreconcilable value systems collide. People who in consequence of their activity of faith, suffer and bear that suffering, have this blessing. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is about wanting to serve God with such commitment of life, you are willing to suffer, ready to be a victim or object of someone's animosity. To people with that kind of faith and character, Jesus said, rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven. These beatitudes are about the character of the people Jesus would have in his kingdom. He is identifying in very specific terms what we ought to be, who we ought to be, if we want to be blessed by God. There is humility and godly sorrow and meekness and hungering and thirsting after righteousness, mercy, purity, and peace. This describes the people of the kingdom, members of the Lord's church, blessed by God. There's no higher kind of blessing. And remember what I said earlier, this doesn't pertain to more money, more fun, more applause from men. This blessedness cannot be bought, cannot be received by trading favors, cannot be inherited, cannot be earned as a reward, cannot be transferred from one to another, and cannot be conferred upon you 
by another person. This means to be blessed by God, approved by him, protected by him. And as these attitudes of heart become our disciplines in life, God is ready to bless us here and bless us eternally. There is no higher kind of blessing. Thank you for watching this video. Please feel free to share it. Be a peacemaker, even if you're persecuted. Next time, influence captured by the images of salt and light.